0: Do you think you could ask Terry to tell the
1: supermarket story, Gun? Yo, Terry. Terry. <laughs> Can you tell the supermarket story again. So, I'm in the supermarket the other day, right? And I'm waiting in the checkout line, huh? And, and all of a sudden, this guy cuts right in front of me, right? <laughs> so I I says to the guy, right? I says to him. I says to him, he's standing there, right? <laughs> oh I says to him I says to the guy, get this, get this, wait a second. I says to the guy, I says to him, I said to him, I said I said I said I said I says to the guy I says to him, I says to him, he's standing right there, get this, get this. Get this, right? <laughs> he's standing right there. Right. And I'm saying to him, he's standing right there, me and him right there, right there. Get this, hold on. He said to him, I said to him, I said to him, I said to him.
0: Now, Buyaka, and everybody tunes in. <laughs> huh, 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 pow, pow, peon, 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 pow. pow. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? What's going on, my friends and family from around the world? Welcome to another episode of the Treehouse Lounge. Welcome all. There's only one rule here. No dickheads, all right? But that gets sorted out of the door right quick because we got our man Ham the Hammer, the Shaolin monk working that position, allowing us to do all the other things that we do here in the lounge, like talk to our friends, drink drinks, listen to music. Read books. Make sports bits. Watch movies. Watch sports. Observe the universe. (laughs) That's right. Like I said, right? Only one rule. No dickheads. So... What do we want to do today? Well, earlier while we were setting up the lounge doing that work, we watched a movie called Downfall from 2020. Now get this, people. This movie starred Will Ferrell and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Two entertainers that I deeply respect. I think they're both very, very funny people. They got together to do a remake, a Hollywood remake, of that Norwegian movie we watched the other day called Force Majeure, which was, I think, 2015, 2016, and when I heard about this, Toothpick was like, yo, Magic, did you know this movie existed? I was like, what? We have to watch it today, and everyone agreed. They. This remake had so much potential because this the original movie Force Majora is so funny. It had me laughing out loud most of the time for like the majority of the watching experience. And I was like Thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, you know what would be great? An American version of this too. Just like The Office. That's the thought that occurred to me. I was like, if they did an American version of this, I bet you they could make it really funny. So when I heard that they did and it was starring these two super funny people, oh my goodness, let me tell you, I was excited, I was pumped. Maybe that worked against me because unfortunately, 2020's downfall sucked (laughs) man what a waste what a waste like I just want to know did Will Ferrell and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, did they finish the project up and they were like, yeah, we, we really did a good job here. We really thought it was funny. We set out, what we were trying to do, or were they just like, Jesus, like why didn't we spend a little bit more time, a little bit more money? Like there were straight up jokes in the first one, like one scene, one shot jokes that they could have put right into the remake, but they didn't. So I was like, what the hell happened here? Was this somehow interrupted by coronavirus or something like that? anyways do not see that movie although I will mention that Force Majeure was I don't know a French I don't even know if I get that joke (laughs) okay the title but uh, Toothpick said the Norwegian title was actually something different like the translation was way off so this title Downfall I think actually if you were to apply it to the original good film then that would be a pretty hilarious metaphor overall for what the movie's trying to say if you want to take like the downfall of society route the fall of like even the familial bond (laughs) all these things that are just keeping us apart Do not see the movie, it will be to your downfall. But, okay, here we come. You knew it was the English Beat Part 2 because of the title, I'm sure. But, did you know that the album we're going to be listening to today is their second studio album called What Happened? No, you didn't know that. (laughs) You couldn't have. Unless you have some sort of powers. Which, you know, send out to me. (laughs) yo this album came out one year after the one we already listened to I just can't stop it, the pink and black one the carol record, the one with mirror in the bathroom the one that got all these people to be writing in that was a good show, let's keep it rolling, let's keep it bopping with the second album because this one came out at a much more complicated time in the country even though it was only one year later and how can this be you say to yourself how can that be true and I tell you my friends across the whole country in this year 1981 there were riots in the streets race riots they called them Not necessarily the race of people solely pitted against each other because of racial hate. Like it wasn't just all black people against all white people. It was all people against the police. The white authority symbol. The rule by truncheon. It was a protest against the police state racism and the criminalization of black communities we'll talk a little bit well we'll talk a lot about more about this later on but this is the history for when this came out i bought this record all right this is not another carol record by the way which wouldn't really further our carol possibly stopping the collection of records in 1982 because she died because this one came out in 1981 of course but it's kind of weird that Carol did not like it's kind of weird that this record was not turned in with the E's the other Carol records but whatever so my copy of this is is a Canadian copy and this is a good record the songs we're gonna hear today Like, I basically fully discovered this record just while researching this episode. And there's so much in here. And this is protest music once again. They're actually saying it in the lyrics. They're talking about racism and unemployment and war, you know, wars happening around the planet at that time in 1981, of which there were many... the name of this album what happened w h a apostrophe p p e n it's jamaican slang it's me it means what's happening what's what's happening just like wagwan is what's going on what's happening what's going on wagwan what happened what happened my friends I say what happened to you right now. What's happening? What's happening? We are listening. We are learning. We are finding out what's happening right now. We're finding out what's happening in 1981. This album was almost called Dance Yourself Stupid. I think they made the right choice. What's happening? Because what's happening is this tune, man. This is my favorite song off the album. This is track one, side one. This is Doors of Your Heart. This is 100% pure juice not from concentrated baby
2: Man, said, I say you shouldn't really fight. Take him to a discotheque and take him to a pub. Take him to a blues and then you play him no over the top. Say, say, you shouldn't really fight. Man, said, say, say, you shouldn't really fight. Each and every day I walk through the streets and I see man want to kill each other. Because you are black and you are white. So what's the use if I take war? Alright. Because Due the love and unity we are getting today And that we will never throw away And we will never throw away right. I say that just because you're grown you know if you want like a gun Just because you're white you know if you broke a leg of Say what's
1: the use in fighting? Oh. I say you shouldn't really write
0: What a rush, what a rush, what a rush. Did you feel that? Did you feel that love thumping at the doors of your heart? Thump, thump. What a great song, what a great song. Friggin' love that one. Okay. History lessons about to begin. Check this out. This album came out in 1981. What was going on around the world just before that? In 1979, Margaret Thatcher and the Conservatives were elected to be the ruling party in England. What else happened in 1979 that same year that we've already learned about? Hands up, plus. Okay, Ham. Yes, my man, the Islamic revolution. What does that have to do with anything in England? You're probably saying, well, check this out, man. We live in a global world. Okay. Global economies, webs, chains, connections, things affect each other. All right. When Iranian revolution happened, people tripped out. Oil prices were affected because production was affected. Alright? In 1980, one short year after the overthrow of the Shah to the rule of Ayatollah Khomeini, Iran was at war with Iraq, another major oil producing country at the time. Production was disrupted, while these two countries had to take some time out of work to fight each other. Madman Saddam Hussein, who walked the earth while I did, decided that time was ripe to attack the religious enemy. Even though both countries are ostensibly Muslim. Islamic law this conflict affected the world it affected americans who started hoarding gas stand sitting in huge long idling lines in their car waiting to get gas for hours they it's estimated that they actually burned more gas idling their cars waiting in these long gas lines <laughs> like they made the gas shortage that much worse what was it a hundred and 150,000 barrels up in smoke a day to power an engine of a car that's not moving anywhere. So, yes, the repercussions on England were there because it, the manufacturing based economies need oil. Trucks to move equipment, parts, and goods around need oil. Products, petroleum based products, need oil. So economies everywhere slowed down and this compounded the problems that England was already having. For example, in nineteen seventy-nine when Thatcher and the Conservative government came in, who was best buddies with Ronald deregulation, Reagan, they in England wrote a law, a stop and search law, a suspicious search law, they called it the SUS Law, was enacted and quickly just became So obvious that it was a a bad thing that it just led right to racial profiling and beatings and harassment that it was is repealed only two years later. But that's largely result of the riots in the streets that forced the change. So, like I said earlier, riots all across the country, London, Liverpool, Birmingham, Leeds, Manchester, everywhere in this year racial tension, economic depression, high unemployment, super high inflation, 27% inflation at its peak in 1979 and the shifting patterns of the lifestyle of the people living in England especially after the caribbean immigration wave that we've talked about left many in the country uh, what regardless of your economic background unless you're super rich all the middle class were largely dissatisfied and and pushed into a quite a desperate state okay when you have riots in the streets that's the rage that's people releasing the pent-up rage the desperation You know, I am willing to submit myself to a beating by a police officer Because I am desperate Because this is what I've been forced to I no longer care if I will be arrested or hurt or killed Because basically you're killing me right now anyway So let's fight for our rights Don't be fooled, change always comes with a fight Okay, (laughs) whatever though, let's listen to a song. Big problems after all the pain, destruction, torture of the riots in the streets, once they eventually stopped, the government came out with a report that stated complex political, social, and economic factors had created a disposition towards violent protest. The state of things led the people to Riot Because that's how they Got things done So that's pretty scary whenever that happens So That's going to be it for us today though my friends I want to wish you a great rest of your day I want to say Peace to all the righteous martyrs out there who actually lost their lives. Fighting for the good, or just being killed by the bad. Peace to George Floyd, peace to the whole English beat and what they were doing and what they're still doing. And peace to all y'all, peace to my family and friends out there. Check this out before we go, something to think about. NBC News conducted a poll. After 1979 gas shortage as a result of the Islamic Revolution and the Iran-Iraq War, NBC asked people, did they believe that the energy shortage was real? That the flow of gas and oil had slowed into their markets? And get this, 37% of the adults polled believed yes, that the situation across the world had led to this gas shortage that we had. 9% were unsure what had caused the increase in gas prices. And 54% of American adults who were polled we're sure that there was no energy crisis in fact that the whole thing was just a hoax. <laughs> what the f- All right my friends, I hope you had fun today. I hope you learned a lot. I had fun. I learned a lot come back and kick it with us tomorrow okay we're gonna be right here same time same place your buddy mortimer the magic man main coming at you cracking open the safes of history you know what i'm saying call me the original juice and drink me in and someday pass what i have presented to you here on to someone who you think needs to know peace to all the gods and the earth but especially the earth Peace to all the listeners. See you tomorrow. Peace to the Mortmain family. Peace.